Disclaimer before we get started, I am not a doctor or a medical professional. This podcast is not meant to give medical advice or education, merely entertainment. If you have a medical question, please ask your doctor. Thank you. Welcome to Crocheting Through Medical History. I'm Maria, here to crochet and talk about medical stuff, not history today, um, because I'm still researching arthritis, and it has just taken a real long time, and you'll see why when we finally get there, maybe next week. Um, after last week's whole debacle with the horrible, awful quality that happened to come out, Um, video-wise, if you were listening, I think it was probably okay, except for when it cut out at the end, but I got scared and did not want to deal with that again, so I'm not, and we're just going back to the same old, probably horrible, choppy, awful audio quality, but at least it'll all be here, probably. I also know that I look like trash, But it's really hot, and I've been sweating for, like, three weeks. I'm still making this little dude. Uh, little man. Who are you? Stegosaurus? It's been a few weeks since I picked him up, so I thought it was time. So I will be working on this, and today we will be reading an article. Big surprise. Um, but it is about medical myths. So we are on LiveScience.com, and this is 25 medical myths that just won't go away. Despite what you may have heard, drinking eight glasses of water a day isn't the key to good health. Also, neglecting to wear a coat on a cold day won't make you sick, and you might want to sit down for this one. Pregnancy doesn't last nine months. Health-related myths are often repeated as a fact, even though any diligent Google search will reveal the truth behind these fallacies. Here are 26 of the most common medical myths debunked. Already, I'm sketched out because the article is 25 and it just said 26, so that's a little scary, and I've already lost count. We're at six. Okay. Myth. Vaccines can cause the flu and autism. Although the body can develop a low-grade fever in response to any vaccine, rumors that a flu shot can cause the flu are an outright lie, said Dr. Rachel Vreeman, co-author of Don't Swallow Your Gum, Myths, Half-Truths, and Outright Lies About Your Body and Health. The flu shot does contain dead flu viruses, but they are, well, dead. A dead virus cannot be resurrected to cause the flu, Vreeman told Life Science in 2010. As for vaccines causing autism, this myth was started in 1998 with an article in the journal The Lancet. In the study, the parents of eight, yes, only eight, children with autism said they believed their children acquired the condition after they received a vaccination against measles, mumps, and rubella, the MMR vaccine. Since then, rumors have run rampant despite the result of many studies. For example, a 2002 study in the New England Journal of Medicine of 530,000, yes, a whopping 530,000 children found no link between vaccinations and the risk of a child developing autism. 
Unfortunately, the endurance of this myth continues to eat up time and funding dollars that could be used to make advances in autism rather than providing over and over the vaccinations do not cause the condition, said Freeman, who also researches pediatric conditions. 1, 2, 3, 4, 5, 6, 7, 8, 9, 10, 11, 12, 13, 14, 15, 16, 17, and then a decrease. Ha ha ha. Once again, this was not the project to work on, but I have been in a little bit of a crochet rut recently, so it's the one that we're doing. Myth. Supplements always make you healthier. Vitamin supplements may not only be ineffectual, but even dangerous, studies have shown. For example, a study published in 2016 showed that some older women who take calcium supplements may face an increased risk of dementia. And in a huge review of 20 years of supplement research published in 2015, researchers found that taking high doses of vitamins might be linked with an increased risk of cancer. Aside from these possible long-term risks, reports have suggested that supplements can cause damage in the short term too. A report published in 2016 found that a man in Pennsylvania who took a Ayurvedic herbal supplement developed lead poisoning. Another report, also published in 2016, showed that a four-year-old boy in England went to the ER after taking a slew of natural supplements and developing a condition called vitamin D toxicity. The FDA does not require supplements to be regulated in the same way that drugs are, which can be a real problem, Freeman said in 2010. As a result, the state the safety of many supplements has not been rigorously studied. Furthermore, supplemental, supplement bottles can support un, unsubstantiated claims and even make errors in dosage recommendations, she said. It is a better idea to get your vitamins and other nutrients from eating real food rather than taking a pill, she said. A vitamin pill is not the answer, Freeman said. Eating more healthily in general is the answer. Myth. Cold weather makes you sick. This myth is common around the world, but it is just not true, Freeman told Live Science. Studies have shown we may feel more cold symptoms, real or imaginary, when we are chilled. After all, a cold is called a cold for a reason. But the temperature itself does not make us more susceptible to viruses. This has been known since at least 1968, when a study in the New England Journal of Medicine showed what happened when researchers exposed chilly people to the rhinovirus, one cause of the common cold. It turned out whether they were shivering in a frigid room or in an icy bath, people were no more likely to get sick after sniffing cold germs than they were at more comfortable temperatures. Freeman said cold air does not make a difference in people's recovery time from a cold. In fact, although the research is in its early stages, it is possible that being exposed to cold may even help your body in some way, she said. Has anyone seen me really struggle to get in the front loop of this stitch? This is kind of embarrassing. I also need to leave in like 20 minutes. So why am I doing this right now? Great question. However, it is unclear how chilly conditions might affect the germs themselves. Research has shown that two common causes of colds, rhinoviruses and coronaviruses, may thrive at colder temperatures and that the flu may spread more effectively under cold, dry conditions. 
Some scientists speculate that colds are common in cooler months because people stay indoors more, interacting more closely with one another and giving germs more opportunities to spread. Myth. We only use 10% of our brains. Motivational speakers and other self-help gurus have been promoting this one since as early as 1907 as a way to encourage people to tap into some latent capacity, explained Vreeman and the co-author of her book, Dr. Aaron Carroll, both of the Indiana University of Medicine, write in the book. But these people were not basing the proclamation on sound science. Today, scientists can look at any brain scan, measuring activity at any given time, and have a huge laugh at this myth. You just don't see big dormant areas, Freeman said. The, area, the idea lingers in popular culture because we want to think we haven't reached our full potential, Freeman said. Myth. Sugar turns kids into little monsters. It can be hard to find a parent who does not believe this, Freeman said, but it is in their heads. In one particularly clever study among a slew of studies finding sugar's nil effects of unruliness, kids were given Kool-Aid sweetened with aspartame, a compound that contains no sugar. Researchers told half of the parents that the Kool-Aid contained sugar and told the other half the truth. The parents in the study who thought their kids were riding a sugar high reported the children were uncontrollable and overactive, but a sensor on the kids' wrists measured their activity level said the opposite. The kids were actually acting subdued. The study was published in the journal of Abnormal Child Psychology in 1994. Sugar is often given at times when the rules are loosened and there are lots of other kids around, like birthday parties and holidays. Carol told Live Science, these factors may be behind the myth's persistence in popular culture, he said. 17. My intuition is so good. Normally I'd be counting as I go, but I don't got that brain power. Gotta say, it ain't there today. Myth. You need to stay awake if you've had a concussion. Anyone who may have a concussion should seek medical attention. But the condition is rarely severe or life-threatening. Warnings the people need to stay awake after incurring a concussion most likely grew out of a misunderstanding about a particular type of head injury, one that involves brain bleeding and that causes people to have a lucid period, followed by a coma or even death. But it is very uncommon and doesn't pertain to people with normal concussions, Freeman said. If you've been evaluated by a doctor and he has said that you have a mild, regular concussion, you don't need to worry that someone has to wake you up every hour, she said. Myth. Chewing gum stays in your stomach for seven years. Although it is true that many of the ingredients in gum, such as elastomers, resins, and waxes, are indigestible, that does not mean they hang out in your gut for seven years. Plenty of what you eat, even things you are recommended to eat, such as fiber, is indigestible. But the digestive system is a robust piece of organic machinery, and anything it can't absorb, it moves along. Despite the stickiness and strange consistency of gum, it passes right through your digestive tract and into the toilet, Freeman explained. Myth reading. The doggos are having a good old time. Uh, myth reading in the dark or sitting too close to the TV ruins your eyesight. Dim light, or alternatively staring into a multicolored tube at close range, can undoubtedly make your eyes work so hard they hurt. But there is no evidence that these practices cause long-term damage, Freeman said. 
The TV myth may have started in the 1960s, and at the time, it may have been true. Some early color TV sets emitted high amounts of radiation that could have caused eye damage, but this problem has long been remedied, and today's TV and computer monitors are relatively safe, she said. If you or your child tend to sit so close to the computer or TV it hurts the eyes, it may be a good idea to get checked for nearsightedness. However, sitting too close does not create a need for glasses, even if glasses can remedy the habit. Myth. You should drink at least eight glasses of water a day. In general, we are not all walking around in a dehydrated state, Freeman said, adding that our bodies are very good at regulating our fluid levels. The eight glasses a day myth likely started in 1945, when the Food and Nutrition Board of the National Research Council said adults should take in about 2.5 liters of water a day, equivalent to about eight glasses or two-thirds of a gallon. Although most media outlets reported that as fact and stopped there, the council actually went on to explain that most of the 2.5 liters comes from food. According to Vreeman, the, recommended, the recommendation should be amended to the following. Drink or eat about 8 glasses of fluid a day. Myth. You should wait an hour after eating before you go swimming. This myth has ruined many summer afternoons, forcing young and old to swelter in the heat while cool waters beckoned all because they were careless enough to down a PB&J. Let the ban be lifted. There is no special reason not to swim after eating, Vrooman said. It's true that any type of vigorous exercise may be uncomfortable, although not dangerous, after an overwhelming feast, but more of us whose waterfront dining experiences include sand-dusted chips and soggy sandwiches, that is hardly a concern. And cramps can happen anytime, whether you've eaten or not. If you're swimming and water's so rough that the Charlie horse will mean the death of you, you should probably swim elsewhere. Just don't forget the picnic. Myth. Fingernails and hair continue to grow after death. Fun fact, I just learned about this one in Criminal Minds yesterday. <laughs> this myth is actually a misperception, and for many years, most physicians couldn't disprove it, even though they couldn't quite explain it. Here's what really happens to your nails and hair after you die. As the body's skin is drying out, soft tissue, especially skin, is retracting, Freeman said. The nails appear much more prominent as the skin dries out. The same is true, but less obvious with the hair. As the skin is shrinking back, the hair looks more prominent or sticks up a bit. Myth. Shaved hair grows back faster, coarser, and darker. Here's a myth you can debunk yourself by paying attention to your own hair after shaving. You may notice that new hairs grow in with a blunt edge on top. Over time, the blunt edge gets worn down. But why might recently shaved hairs seem darker than their non-shaved counterparts? It could be that those newly sprouted hairs haven't been bleached by the sun, Vermin said. But if you don't trust your own experimental skills, there's other evidence that the myth isn't reality. A clinical trial conducted in 1928 compared hair growth in shaved patches to hair growth in non-shaved patches. The study found that new hair that replaced shaved hair wasn't darker or thicker, nor did it grow faster. More recent studies have confirmed that one. <laughs> Myth. Eating turkey makes you drowsy. Your excuse for taking a nap after dinner on Thanksgiving just went out the window. 
While turkey does contain a chemical called tryptophan that is known to cause drowsiness, your serving of Thanksgiving bird doesn't contain any more of a chemical than a regular-sized serving of chicken or beef. Martha Stepanek, a professor of molecular nutrition at Cornell University, told NPR in 2008. So why do people feel so sleepy after Thanksgiving feast? It could be the overall quantity of food you eat on this holiday holiday that makes you drowsy. These heaping mounds of carbohydrates on your plate, think it in rolls and mashed potatoes, plus a few alcoholic beverages, will certainly make you feel tired, according to experts. Myth. Ulcers are caused by spicy food and stress. If you think your ulcers are acting up because of the curry you ate last night for dinner, think again. Although doctors once believed that ulcers were caused by stress, lifestyle choices, or spicy foods, they now know that most ulcers are caused by the bacterium Heliobacter pylori. Ulcers, sores that develop in the lining of the esophagus, stomach, or the first part of the small intestine, can also be caused by certain medicines. Aspirin and iron tablets are the most common culprits, according to Dr. Aaron Swaminath director of the Inflammatory Bowel Disease Program at Lenox Hill Hospital in New York City. Myth. A woman can't get pregnant during her period. Although it's unlikely that a woman will conceive during menstruation, it isn't impossible. According to Carol, sperm can live inside a woman's body for up to a week, and ovulation can occur soon after or even during the bleeding phase of a woman's menstrual cycle. That makes it possible for a woman to become pregnant if she has sex either during her period or shortly after it ends. Myth, you lose most of your body heat through your head. Don't believe the hat salesman. You don't lose most of your body heat through your head. In 2006, scientists decided to debunk this myth once and for all. They found that the amount of body heat lost through a person's head is only about 7-10% to of the total body heat. In other words, body heat loss from the head is proportional to the amount of skin on the average human head. Myth. Going out in the cold with wet hair will make you sick. Don't have time to dry your hair before leaving the house on a cool day? Don't worry about it. Lots of people might tell you that a wet head plus cold air is bound to equal a head cold. That's simply not the case, according to Weiss. Germs such as viruses and bacteria, not temperature changes, make people sick. So, although you may... a bit chilly if you leave home with wet hair on a winter day, that doesn't mean you'll get sick, he said. However, a study in 2015 in the journal Proceeding of the National Academy of Science does suggest that rhinoviruses, the viruses behind the common cold, may take advantage of cold weather. Researchers found that cold temperatures might make it easier for these cold-causing viruses to replicate by diminishing the body's antiviral immune responses. back with coffee. Have y'all been in the seconds since I've last spoken? All right. Um, uh, trigger warning, suicide. Skip ahead like a minute if you don't want that. Myth. Death by suicide increases over the holidays. Here's a myth you probably heard every December. The number of people who die by suicide increases during the holiday season. 
but that's actually not the case. In fact, suicide rates in the U.S. are lowest in December, according to the Centers for Disease Control and Prevention, CDC, National Center for Health Statistics. One reason for this myth may be the way the media covers death from suicide. A recent analysis of media reports written during the 2013 holiday season found that 70% of published articles perpetuated this myth. The number for the National Suicide Hotline is 800-273-8255. Myth. Poinsettias are toxic. Poinsettias aren't toxic. We repeat, these beautiful flowers you've been so wary of keeping in your home during the holidays, lest they poison your pets or children, are not toxic. These plants may make people sick, but there's been no definitive cases of a person dying from exposure to a poinsettia plant. In a paper published in the Southern Medical Journal of 1996, researchers reviewed 22,793 cases of poinsettia exposure that were reported to poison control centers over a seven-year period. They found that not one of those cases was fatal. The most severe reaction reported were stomach aches and cramping. The myth about poinsettias being toxic may have come from a case reported in 1919 of a two-year-old in Hawaii who allegedly died after ingesting parts of a plant, according to a 2012 article in the Western Journal of Emergency Medicine. But the child's death was never confirmed, nor was the cause of death. Myth. Chicken noodle soup cures everything. Everybody's heard that chicken noodle soup is supposedly the best cure for whatever ails you. But does this delicious food really help you get better when you're sick? Unfortunately, no, Weiss said. The combination of hot broth and yummy veggies is more of a comfort than a cure, he said. However, some research suggests that chicken noodle soup may work well as a placebo. In other words, it may convince you you're getting better. So keep slurping. Didn't like that. Ew. <clears throat> Myth. Eating at night makes you fat. Don't feel guilty next time you reach into the fridge for a midnight snack. Though eating late at night has been associated with obesity, this eating behavior doesn't actually cause obesity. You shouldn't be afraid to have that midnight snack any more than a midday or mid-morning snack, Carol said. Myth, psychiatric and emergency room visits increase during the full moon. Myths about the moon's effects on human behavior have been around since at least the Middle Ages, but science doesn't support full moon folklore. For example, one popular myth states that an emergency psychiatric visits increase around the full moon, but that's just not the case. A 2005 study by Mayo Clinic researchers looked at how many patients checked into a psychiatric emergency department between 6 p.m. and 6 a.m. over several years. The researchers found no statistical difference in the number of emergency psychiatric visits on the three nights surrounding a full moon versus other nights of the lunar cycle. And regular emergency room visits are not any more common during a full moon either. In 1996, researchers at Northwestern University examined 150,999 records of emergency room visits to a suburban hospital. Their study found no significant difference between the number of visits during the full moon versus other nights. Myth. Taking probiotics help prevent cold. Sure, probiotics won't make you sick, but they won't keep you from catching a cold either. According to Dr. Patricia Hibbard, a professor of pediatrics and chief of global health at Mass General Hospital for Children in Boston, 
Although preliminary research does suggest that probiotics could possibly help ward off cords, no high-quality trials support this claim, Hibbard told Live Science in 2014. Um, let me just, like, say this for my own benefit, that, uh, your gut health is very much connected to your immune system, so, like, having a healthy gut will improve your immune system. So, like, maybe still take a probiotic. Um, I'm a big supporter, and I believe every human being should take a probiotic to balance their gut. Next. Myth. Babies get fevers when they are teething. This is one myth that every parent has heard. Babies get fevers when they teeth. But this medical myth is both false and potentially dangerous, according to Vreeman. Parents shouldn't write off a baby's fever as due to teething, she warned. Research has not shown a strong relationship between teething and high body temperatures, so if your dog has a fever, it might be time to visit the doctor. Myth. Pregnancy lasts nine months. This one blew my mind a few months ago. Everyone knows that pregnancy lasts nine months, but everyone is wrong about this fact. It's actually more like nine and a half months, says Joanne Stone, an obstetrician. <laughs> an obstetrician at Mount Sinai School of Medicine in New York City and co-author of Pregnancy for Dummies. Doctors typically measure a full-term pregnancy as lasting 40 weeks, counting from the first day of a woman's last period. But women usually become fertile 10 to 16 days before their period starts. So by this method of counting, the first two weeks of the pregnancy actually take place before a woman has conceived. And just to confuse the matter even more, researchers have found that the amount of time a healthy pregnancy lasts can vary by as much as five weeks. That's it, I guess. That's all. Oh, wow. I really wasn't counting. Um, yeah, thanks for joining me today. Just gotta say, I don't necessarily trust LiveScience.com, so I make no factual claims uh, regarding the information that I just spoke of, I don't necessarily agree with some of it or disagree uh, with it. I think that if you're curious about something, you should do your research to figure out the truth or as close to it as you can. But don't don't take any of that as medical advice. Um, and go to a doctor if you need one. I implore you. This has turned into a nice little glove for me. I will say, I realize my videos do better when I have a crochet thing in the thumbnail. So, um, I don't have a full crochet thing to show you yet, but I do have most of one. This is a little axolotl. It's pretty cute. This is almost done. This axolotl crochet pattern is by Yorkshire Knitter on Instagram. This is crochet, not knit. Don't be fooled by the name. It's pretty cute. It just needs a little face. It's got its little gills sewed on, and I love it. Um, it's so cute. I cannot stress this enough. I believe that is it. Thank you for joining me. If you have any topic suggestions, let me know. If you have a topic, that's not it. If you have a condition or disease that you would be willing to talk to me about, I would love to talk to you. You should hit me up. I would really love to pick your brain. 
and get you to answer some questions for me and our lovely listeners. Thank you for being here. I love you. Stay safe, stay healthy, and I will see you next week. Bye! Thank you.